Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. Tonight is like literally my favorite guest because it's totally out of the spiritual arena and into the artistic creative zone. And that is so important to us on our podcast is to show people who, despite all the odds, are still doing their fucking thing. And tonight we have Peaches. She has so much to talk about, but she is a female rapper, model, creative coach i've seen this woman putting on workshops she she shows everybody how to do everything and i feel like tonight we want to give her the floor to speak on how she stays motivated despite everyone trying to come at her everyone trying to be against her i feel like she really triggers a lot of people from what i see from the outside looking in a lot of people are very triggered by how confident how powerful and how eccentric she is so without further ado we have miss peach hey oh my gosh thank you for that introduction that's you hit the nail right on the head there and I'm so glad that you recognize all of that. <laughs> You're also so an right. event coordinator now. Yes. Yes. Yep. It's all the things. Um, uh, yeah, I just accepted a job at um, a hotel down here as an event coordinator and part-time as an event captain for the, one of the top 10 catering companies in Nashville. I love that. Nashville is one of the hottest cities right now. So the oh. fact that you are there is like iconic yeah I uh I chose it very strategically um because it's centrally located um so I can hit I'm four hours away from Cincinnati I'm four hours away from Atlanta I'm three hours away from Memphis so you know there's a lot of places I can hit and those are all very like artistic areas. I know Atlanta, a lot of musicians come from Atlanta mm -hmm. and we really want to talk about what you're doing currently with your music career, because I know that you do private events, you put on your own events, you do birthday parties. Like I've been seeing a little bit of everything that you do, but we want to talk about where you're going with that avenue at this point. Yeah. So, you know, right now I, it, it kind of looks like I've slowed down with it only because I've been really trying to get all my business stuff together. You know, before what I've, I've learned a lot in the last two years about it. And, um, I've invested over $30,000 into it, honestly, through, you know, different events or features or, you know, I've just learned that making music is expensive. So I was like, I need to take a step back. I need to get all my careers in order and make sure I'm bringing in all of the money that I need possible to make this stuff happen and stop relying on investors or someone to make it happen for me. And I was like, I'm going to be able to have the budget to do what I want to do with my music and be as independent as possible. So that's where I'm kind of at right now. So I, um, going to be having a listening party on September 18th virtually with some I've picked strategically online who I know 
are my most engaged, you know, target audience, people that really care about my music and care about me, you know, um, and are going to give me good, honest feedback on all my unreleased music or at least my favorites that I've picked um, because I have the hardest time. <laughs> I make music, right? And I love it. I'll listen to it for like a week and then I make another one and I'm like, oh, I like this one even better. So I have the hardest time choosing like my next single. And when I put out my next song, I want to really do it right. And I want to invest a lot of money into the marketing. And I want to make a really great video and I want to do a bomb photo shoot. And if I'm going to do all this, I just want to make sure that it's not just a song that's going, oh, it's just this, you know. So I just want to make sure I'm really taking the time to pick a a good single for the next one. Um, And you know, music for me was just another outlet and another way to inspire people and and, and touch people. Like, it's been really fun. Uh, like I said, everyone's version of success is different. So, you know, I've gotten a lot of people reaching out to me now for birthday parties for whatever reason, which I, I did perform at a birthday party in Cleveland, kind of like, surprisingly like I got invited to to it and I, they had the mic stuff there and I was like I mean if you want to perform I'll perform and, it, and I ended up it being a really cool thing so um I think that just would be a really fun thing to do you know it's kind of music has just become another one of those like hustles for me and another way to just you know tell my story and to touch people and um to network and things like that so um if I can continue to make money off it and and continue to spread my brand that way um it's, it's really where I'm headed with it. Do you do everything yourself right now as far as like doing your marketing and putting yourself out there? Because you mentioned how much money you spend. And that's something that like we've mentioned on the podcast before. I don't think people understand how much shit goes in on the back end, how much money, how much time, how much energy, you know, um, I'd be interested if you do your own marketing because we do that. And that shit's fucking hard. Absolutely. Yeah, I am doing everything by myself right now. And that's one of my goals for this year is to finally really find a trustworthy team of people to really help take me to the next level. Um, And that's just been such a hard journey in and of itself. I've gotten screwed so many times people still in logins and not let me back into stuff or, you know, just all the different things. So, um, I do my own marketing. I make all my own flyers. You know, I post on all the things by myself. Um, I did finally find, a, I think, a good software that's going to, I really want to start getting good at planning my content out. That's one of my goals this year. So I'm not just every day. Because I, I mean, I post every day, all day on all the things. <laughs> so um, I'm trying it's to get better. To keep so, up with a brand, a life, a social life, hit the gym, Try to be that was my or, life today. I, yeah, like trying to be your friend. I groomed. Uh, I did a Zoom call. I uh, went to the gym and like <laughs> I was teaching my daughter social studies as I was doing my makeup. <laughs> so a lot, all the things. Wait, when you say you groomed, do you mean like you shaved? Yeah, groomed dogs. Oh, dogs! I thought you were like, and I got a shave in today. Ah! <laughs> I groomed the dogs. Yeah, I don't know if you saw on her, she'll make videos like time-lapse videos, which I really enjoy time-lapse videos. Uh, I never make them. I want to start making them. That's kind of a goal of me to start recording myself doing stuff that's not exciting, but figuring out a way to make it exciting. And I feel like you do that with the dog grooming. It is it like I'm watching. It's very self-soothing. It's like, yeah, yeah it's interesting. So 
How do you get your creative motivation? Like who inspires you? Like, did you always want to be a musician or do you just want to be in the spotlight? Because I know that you do a lot of different things in a spotlight. So some people are just born to be on the stage and they don't really care what they're doing on the stage. So like what led you here? It was a lot, you know, like it's it's crazy looking back on it all and all makes sense now, but uh, I never thought I'd be doing music. Uh, you know, I, I just started doing music two years ago, um, but I started with modeling. So I've been modeling for five, um, but I was always, I've always just been a very people person and a very brave kid. I was all, I was that person that, you know, if the uh, musician, whatever the um, magician or somebody would call for an assistant or you know whatever, I'd be like, "Oh me, look, I'm gonna do it," and or I'd be knocking on people's doors, selling the Girl Scout cookies, and I'd be on the corner. I my dad was a dog breeder, so I'd be on the corner selling puppies. Like, you know, I just never was really afraid of that interaction with people. Um, working in sales and commission for over 12 years, again, just a lot of customer service and talking with people and networking. Um, so, and my daughter, my daughter, well, my sister did music my, like as far as long as I can remember. So I always was a big supporter of her and watching her do music. Um, and then my daughter started doing, singing her music. And then I started taking her to open mics. So they all was just like big inspirations to me. And um, I've always been very self-expressive. I, I am a creative. I've always been a creative and, and you know, painting or drawing um, and fashion, things like that. So um, modeling came after my divorce and I wanted a way to express my anger and, you know, um, and help really help get my self-confidence back. Um, you know, my marriage was a domestic violence relationship. So I was really tore down and I never really got to speak up for myself or express who I was really um, and lost who I was in my marriage. So modeling was a really great way for me to kind of just rediscover who I am and express myself and show my body and be very rebellious about it. And they couldn't do shit about it. My husband couldn't do nothing about it. You know, like, so um once I mastered that, people were starting to reach out to me about how do I do model and blah, blah, blah. So I started doing the coaching classes and I kind of got bored with modeling. I was like, well, there's, I mean, I've done it pretty much all of it. I've done so many different shoots and stuff. Um, I wanted to, to try music uh, just as a different way. I was like, oh, my God, I, there's so many stories I can tell. I've, I have so much life experience that um, I love in my brand. You know, I've been building the brand for 12 years. So I was like, my brand needs a, a theme song, <laughs> you know, like so I, my first song I released was Peaches. It's a lot. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I love that you talk about yourself. You do it on your Facebook too, where you'll post a photo of yourself and you'll be like, I love the lines that my body makes. Like this body's so fire. I work hard for this shit. Look how yeah. good this looks. And I'm like, hype yourself up, baby. Literally, <laughs> since we talked to you about coming on here, I feel like Instagram and Facebook know that I want to see your stuff specifically. <laughs> so I feel like I comment on everything. I've probably <laughs> commented on literally everything. And now I'm starting to get friend requests from people that you're the mutual friend. And I'm like, okay, like uh, yeah. who are these people? Because and I know that you have a lot of commentators and a lot of people that watch you. And I'm like, it's cool to see other women empowering women. 
that's I have a shirt, you know, that's and that's what it was about it. And before all that, I you know, I, I have my pot I have a podcast too, and I it was called Speaking Your Truth Untold Stories of Abuse. Um and again, it's, it's all cultivated to this, but it started with that where I wanted to give a platform um, for people to tell their stories and be empowered because that was one of my things. I was like, you know, I for 10 years, I was silent about what happened to me. And I just wanted, I wanted his freaking friends and family to know the truth. And uh, I wanted other people to know what really happened because, you know, it was kind of a sudden thing. I was on social media and posting how happy I was and blah, 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 but like no this is like really what happened and I put the story out there just and also you know with domestic violence knowledge is power so I wanted I was like there was a particular podcast that really like just set a light bulb off in my head that really helped me um leave so I was like oh my god I I think I can do that for other people you know if I put my story out there and kind of tell them the steps of how I escaped and stuff maybe someone out there can listen to that and they can escape too so so your whole mission is to empower other people. Like I swear, everything I'm hearing is how you are literally just leading in any arena that you step into. You're just like a natural born leader. Pretty much. I mean, like, and I'm not in the kind of any way, but like mentoring wise too, you know, like just, yeah. So I feel like I'm stepping more into that. Like I, I was just, and I just happened to make it to an event yesterday um, of the, of Nashville's entrepreneur hall of fame i was serving them um hors d'oeuvres and uh on the wall was um said find a mentor be a mentor and i was like oh yeah that just struck a nerve with me i was like because i do feel like i've always been a mentor in some aspect to somebody even online i'm getting girls out of domestic violence online every day like just building them up telling giving them tips like just I can just see it now like online when they're posting and stuff and I was like she's going through it I know she's going through it she needs to hear this she needs to hear that you know I think that's really beautiful for you too not only are you there for people to talk to when they come to you and tell you that but it sounds like you actively like seek that out too of who's gonna need help and guidance and advice and I think that that's really cool characteristic for you to have as a person thanks I think yeah. that energy is what gets you into the rooms without even knowing what room you're going to go into. It's just like when you're leading from that heart space and I recently got a photograph of my aura and I had a green orb over my heart chakra. And she said, that's really rare that, you know, a lot of people don't know how to keep their heart open, but yet balanced and in their own power, like to be able to share it with others, even when they don't know how to receive it but still share anyways. And I think that's so beautiful because I also believe that women have been put against one another because we do have those qualities very naturally to help and empower others. That's why we're the caregivers, the portals, you know, all the things. So I know that it's not easy when 10 people are trying to beat you down to still be that one person standing and fighting. So that's another reason I wanted to share this platform with you because I was like, so many people are going to follow this girl and get emotionally connected to her journey because you do like, even when life is getting you down, cause I've seen your story, you still found a way to like move forward and like in prosper and like elevate. And that's what our entire podcast is about. 
Heck yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, <clears throat> I like that, you know, we're doing like artistics and stuff, but it's also been a very spiritual journey for me too, you know, like, and you talk about the aura and stuff. And honestly, it all started. Have you ever been to the Victory of Light Festival? I have not. Cincinnati and it's a psychic festival. And um, I went there four years ago, the, the, the year I divorced my ex-husband and um, I went there with just seeking guidance of if I should d- divorce my husband or not. And I saved up all this money to literally pay to see four different psychics because I wanted like all the advice, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I went there and I didn't ask them directly any of that. I just, again, just like internally was looking for that guidance. And uh, they all said the same thing. And they were like, you know, like once you let this thing go, whatever, like all of your dreams are going to come true and you're going to be so successful and all these things are going to happen. And um, I left there just feeling like that okay I am going to do it I didn't know when or whatever I didn't just go divorce him but four months later I did divorce him and I that was it for me I was like I went for modeling I did the podcast I want to be on Survivor you know like I was just like okay now I can do all the things that I've always wanted to do um so the spiritual journey for me has been about following my um you know intuition and just raising my conscious level and, and frequency and, and really about putting the positive energy out there. I really am more aware of when I'm putting negative or positive energy out there and just really um, paying attention to the signs. Fuck yeah. See, that's the perfect reason to have you on the podcast too, is like, I think that so many people have these spiritual experiences and you're able to recognize that like this is a spiritual experience and I followed what I was told to like elevate my life I think so many people do that without realizing that or they hear the kinds of messages that you got which is like leave this situation and they go but I don't know what's gonna happen if I do you know (laughs) so they like don't do it (laughs) yeah facts so what would you say is like your big goal right now like your big next goal like I know you just moved you just relocated from your hometown like what's your next goal in Nashville right now um I am working on getting my next house so um I'm just I'm in the pre-approval process for getting the loan for my next house um and once I have my foundation like it's something about just wanting to be grounded Um, and once I had my foundation again and, um, I just started these two jobs. So once I get going and feel comfortable again and where I'm at and everything, then I'll dive back into, um, hardcore networking here and dropping my VIP cards everywhere. And once I feel more confident in, in getting into the situations, um, and I love to be able to throw shows down here, um, in, in Nashville as well, you know, that was a strategic goal of mine also working at the hotel um is they do have a music venue upstairs um in a, just a really cool space the art museum um and literally it's just about following the signs I, I walk in there for my interview and nonetheless there was a, a sign that says um the future is female and a big uterus with um boxing gloves on it and I was like I belong here <laughs> you know so um just, just really cultivating that and, give my, and then um, always my goal is to get on Survivor. Um, you know, I'm, I've been practicing memorizing my my uh, speech 
So I'll be applying for that um, probably at the end of this, hopefully with this month, I've been procrastinating, but I practice it in the car and I've recorded myself doing it and listened to it over and over again. Um, but I apply for Survivor every year. Um, I think that's going to be like my ultimate challenge. What's, what do you mean by apply? Just like your entry video that you yeah. have? Yeah, you just submit that video. Questions that they've asked you and you're answering them or is it? You have to sum your life up in three minutes. Wow. Why you is Survivor when you're naked in the wilderness? That's naked and afraid. Oh, Survivor okay. is uh, when you're in uh, Fiji with like 27 other people. I believe um and they've changed it a couple times and uh you it's a strategic social game um so and you play different like challenges physically as well but you only have like rice and water as far as like what to eat um and you are voting the people off the island basically so you the goal is to be um, top three and then the people you voted off the island have to vote for the winner Wow. So it's like, wow, you kicked me off and now I'm deciding your fate at the end. Yeah. I think that reality TV is its own like arena and I don't really watch a lot of it, but that Naked and Afraid show is definitely super intense and I would never in my life want to do any of that. Like, like maybe the real world on MTV or well like, I, what I like, I, I don't really, I honestly don't watch TV. Uh, I read in a book one time that, um, I don't know, like, I don't mean to say poor people, but like only poor people watch a lot of TV, but like, <laughs> so I, I, I believe that like, if I'm just trying to like find strategic ways to become wealthy reading this book. And they said, you know, a lot of times uh, wealthy people don't watch a lot of TV. So I kind of stopped watching it and uh but survivor is the only one i still continuously watch because that is some of my motivation i watch it as motivation because what i love about survivors they pick these people who have been through very trying things in their life and have kept going and survived they pick those kinds of people that then put all them together and it, and it's all these just survivor stories and it just motivates me and, and that's why I want to be on it. And I, and I feel like, you know, I've survived all these different aspects in life. And um, if I could win survivor, it would just prove all the haters wrong and show something in myself, what I can be capable of. I love that. The goal is that I want to make it on the show. The goal is I want to fucking win that bitch. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I get frustrated because people are like, Oh, you want to be famous? Be honest. I was like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I was like, I want to be on, uh, and they were like, oh, you need to go be on Bad Girls Club. I was like, no, I, because I will get on there and fight everybody. And I'm not about <laughs> to be doing that. Like, that's not what I, the energy I want to put out. Like, because that's just what will happen. I don't want to be famous for that. That's not what I want to be known for. You know, like, will sure, I, it'll be a for sure way to get me famous because I'll get on there and do it. But no, that's not what I want. I want Survivor for the experience and for the challenge personally, you know, like, people don't understand that they're like well could it help my brand could I get the exposure could it you know do all the things that I needed to happen sure but for me it's about the experience and the challenge and the adventure we are cultivating courage and you're looking fear in the face and doing it anyways because I'll be honest like that's intimidating to me like some of the things that go on on like those types of shows like 
heck no I don't care if it's TV or not like no I'm scared mommy I want to go home not trying to do that (laughs) yeah I also feel like it's always the people who don't have their own hustle going on that are going to be like you're only doing it because you're famous no maybe I'm doing it because I have all this fucking energy and all these ideas and why am I just going to sit here and watch TV when I could be building myself a whole fucking brand right now that's well, small-minded yeah. people don't have goals. Like they, they literally are just doing what they're told. They're in the box. They have no goals. And I've been one of those people before. Like I remember when I used to just think about Friday as like going out and drinking and partying. Like, and I had no other goal for the weekend because then you know you didn't get into like four a.m. on Friday, and then Saturday you're shit all day. You know what I mean? You might go. Yeah food with the homies but then you're shit all day so it's like I remember living like that and thinking that that was life and so now when I look back on those times where I was just mindlessly living I'm just like wow I'm so far from that and nothing else matters like if I take a nap right now it's fine like it's fine to do what I need to do for me because I do feel like so many people personally I know that I have goals that scare me but like doing the stuff anyways going towards it anyways has been very rewarding and I do think that a lot of people especially in your case they don't see what goes on behind the scenes and then they judge you from like the surface level stuff and I feel like that's what's so annoying about being in any type of spotlight as a creator and artist a musician because there's always the people who think they know you and they're so far off from who you really are it's just their perception of you yeah absolutely and especially I mean that's so true um because of the, some of the hate and stuff that I've gotten, you know, I, I think one thing I hear a lot, um, because, you know, I, and I knew going into it, you know, rap and hip hop that I was going to have an uphill battle getting whatever acceptance or whatever, but like, I, I didn't go in it to it for any type of validation for like that. So none of it really bothers me when they said it, cause I know who I am and where I come from, you know, like, so that's, that's one thing about, people I got asked the other day you know about uh well how do you post a lot or how do you work up the courage and I remember being at that spot and this development of being nervous to post or what was some of it now I'm gonna fuck you know like because this is who I am I'm gonna put it out there and you just you know continuously post but anyways people say uh uh I'm not from the hood so I can't rap whatever like or you know like or, or anything like that it's like you have no idea where I grew up and you know and 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 I truly did grow grow up in the hood and it's so funny to me I, I'm so glad I'm still friends with all the people that I grew up in the hood with because they know where I come from you know like that's so why I don't really ever have to prove that to anybody because I know they know like where everybody else thinks is irrelevant you know but um things like that or they think that I'm um you know, I, a lot of people think I'm rich or that I haven't been through a lot or whatever perception that they may think. I'm not sure. But um, when they then they find out more about me, I'm like, oh, my God, she's really been through a lot. And da, 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 da. like, you know, everything that I write about in music wise is all authentic. Like I never make songs about something I it not true to me. So 
I really wish people would listen to my interviews more, <laughs> you know, it, it, cause I, I really have put it all out there of all the crap that I've been through and where I come from and who I am and what I'm trying to do. And it's, that's the frustrating part is that they, they see all the surface level stuff, but people really knew what I was trying to accomplish. Then they might like my music a little more. Yeah. But those people who say that kind of shit and who, who make judgments about what you put online, those end up being your biggest fans in the end, because they're the people who, when there's an underdog, they're like, they're never going to be anything, you know, who do they think they are? But then they keep on following your shit because nobody's a bigger supporter than of you than a hater is. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you start doing better and you're elevating and you're, Oh my gosh, I know peach. I've been knowing peach, you know, peach's story. You know what I mean? Then they're pushing your interviews so that people can know and mm -hmm, watch you're going to all those people that are saying that are all the people who are going to be in your inbox. It's the same thing with the mean girls you went to school with. Facts. <laughs> you know, I think that here recently, I've just been weaning out so many people that it's like, yeah, you're going to be able to tell people you know me, but you will not, you will be in the message request. Facts. I've been blocked people, like, and that, I mean, and when I moved here, like, I mean, the whole journey in general, like, it's, it's crazy where I started of who I used to be being such a people pleaser and being I wanted so badly to be the best friend possible to people and be there for them and buy them the greatest gifts and, you know, just um, spare all of my extra time to show up and be there for them. And yes, I'm still like that for the people that show up for me, you know, like, but I've cut off so many people that I thought I would be lifelong friends with, or that were my best friends at some point and all the little levels that at each level of growth, I lose another couple people you know, or that I thought would be like, even when I moved here, I was only here one month and I had that they all fell off and they were, they were around me all the time. They were at my shows. They were working for my shows. Some of them were models. I have my own sister. I don't talk to no more, you know, like, so the, the cutoff game is strong when it comes to elevation and growth. You think that with that move, it happened because it was convenient for them to be in your circle, for them to be your friend when you were local to them. They could come to your shows. They could model for you and get their name out there. But then you move to do your own thing. And it's, well, I can't get anything out of it. So fuck that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think one one person in particular, too, like she said, that I like left her behind or like she I promised. I was like, I fully intend the people, especially now the people that I know who still do support me, even though I left, fully intend to still bring whatever opportunity. Like that's always a, been a goal of mine is that all the people that have helped me along the way, whatever success that I reach, that I, I can help them in the process. And because um, honestly, that when, that's when one of my driving goals, like is to help people. Like that's all I think about when I do this stuff. It's like, I can, you know, I can be able to help this person with their brand or I can, I'm going to make sure I pick people very strategically of like, you know, this shirt was um, Imbu Poppin. This is a local brand that made this shirt for me, you know, like whoever shoots my video or the boutique that, you know, like all those people can be affected and trickle down for whatever success that I reach. And they don't ever think about the bigger picture of that of staying loyal and staying down because they weed themselves out. You know, I heard that a lot of people can't get behind the vision because they don't see that not everybody's going to get to be the face. There's some yeah. people that have to be in the background. There's some people that will always be. Everyone in a role. Yeah, everyone plays a role. Yep. And 
Um, every every piece is important. That's what I mean about that's what I meant about the team aspect that I'm trying to build right now. Like each piece that I know I can't do it all by myself, but every every piece of the machine to make the machine work and go like is important. And so many people don't see that because they want to be in the spotlight, but they don't see that it's those behind the scenes people who make the whole show go on. Like, yes, there's the performer and they're the main character right now, but without everybody here, whether it's the light guy or the sound guy or the makeup artist or whoever, we need everybody. And today a girl came to my house and did my makeup and I'm feeling super fly, but I'm feeling tiktok that this is my manifestation that like eventually i'm gonna get ready whenever because somebody's gonna be doing it for me to me and i'm like this is just the beginning of it and then you know you talking about how you're trying to help different people come up i do that as well like i love supporting people and i know gemini and i have this really collaborative friendship where like we tell each other the secrets and like, if you can do something else with the secret sauce and add your own flavor, then like sell it as your own sauce, like do it. But so many people are so caught up on like, well, I started that or that's my idea or whatever. No, it's like, baby, I got an idea and let's all try it. Cause somebody might get further. And then that helps all of us. Yeah, for sure. And that was my whole goal with platinum peach modeling. You know, like I was giving away, all my tips and tricks. I was telling them how to build their Instagrams, you know, how to network, do all things. Did it, it, it bit me a couple times in the butt. Like it, I got kind of discouraged only because a couple of the models that I did give all of and built them up from the ground up ended up turning on me. But I try not to let those type of experience, you know, affect my heart and this still what I give out, you know, like it, 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 it hurt my feelings a little bit for a while. And I used to be like that of, um, I don't want nobody copy me. And it, and it's still, in some aspects, it might grind my gears, but not as much as it used to. Now I see it as more of a compliment or whatever. Someone is inspired by what I'm doing or something like that. Um, especially if they give me credit for it or whatever. But uh, even with other artists, like I played their music. If I, if I particular artists that I really want to see win and I know are genuine because I don't believe everyone should win. I do believe that, you know, the genuine people that are trying to put that good out there and deserve to win. Those are the type of people that I have a whole list of artists that if when there comes, comes a time and a place that I'm able to put anybody on, that's the list I'm picking from. And I'm going to play their music for this person. Or if there's a show that I can put them on, that's who I'm going to be reaching out to. I think that's dope. Um, I wanted to say two things that came to mind while you were talking. Um, The first one was, fuck, I got a brain fart. I got them. They're going to come back. (laughs) I was going to say, I want to know what music that you are influenced by and what artist that you listen to personally? Yeah. So, um, Rihanna is a big, uh, influence of mine. I'm, I just think she's a, you know, entrepreneur strong. I, I was a little disappointed when she got with, with, uh, her guy. <laughs> Cause like for a while there, I was like, yeah, she don't, she don't date or nothing. And, you know, but, uh, I look up to her in a lot of ways, a lot of her style and stuff. Um, 
another one is uh ash nico i don't know if you guys know what ash nico is um she's a very alternative um female rapper i love her lyrics and um she's just very different um russ i like russ because he's uh independent he stayed independent i always you know like his lyrics and he also recently brought on you know caitlin to his and i love caitlin because she's very similar to me and i see that as you know i i can make it i can do it she can do it i can do it you know because and I read today, Lizzo, Lizzo is also another one of mine. She, me and Lizzo share the same birthday. And I actually went, her concert was probably one of the best concerts I ever went to. Um, it was just great energy and positive. And um, I, you know, just recently got out of my divorce and it was all about, you know, if you just got out of this relationship and fucking, you know, like all heard like real good music about that kind of stuff. So, um, but she, she was reading today about how um, she, you know, wanted to see somebody like her doing she well she just had to be the person to do it you know like and be that person because in hip-hop I feel like it's all about twerking and you know sexuality and da 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 and, and a lot of it's negative and stuff like that so it's refreshing to see someone like me up there rapping and doesn't have to shake their ass to be relevant you know like that's just I can't get I can't freaking tell you the amount of people that are like well you can make it you just got to get your ass done you're going to be great, but you just have to have a butt first. And it's just like, well, just, you know, I don't have, I can, can do this and still be me, <laughs> you know, like, I just want to do that. You're going to be you. You're a beautiful person. And I think that the energy that you have and the energy that you put towards other people and into the craft that you do too is like vibrant. Everybody sees that. Like we, you know, I started following you because Rampage was like, we got to get her on the podcast. And I love your page. I've, this is probably the most excited that I've been for a guest interview that we've done. I have been texting Polly pocket over here, like numerous times a day being like, I can't believe. (laughs) Um, and then I remembered what I was going to say, and it was on the point of copying or being original. And I think that what people don't do is they don't take inspiration they take exactly what you do so you know rampage was talking about how we take ideas off each other and we teach each other things yeah but I'm never gonna go and do the exact same thing the exact same way that she did it because it worked for her because that's not gonna work for me you know and then you end up having people like well it didn't even work anyways no it did you just have to find your own hustle and that's what's going to be beautiful about you. You're not going to get your booty done. You're not going to have to twerk on stage. You're not going to do these things because somebody else has already done all that. Like, what is it? Iggy's already on top of that. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. You got your own shit. Exactly. And she does. And that's, you know, people try to compare me to her, but honestly, she doesn't inspire me because I felt like she gave in to the industry. You know, like I felt like she, she let it get to her and, um, felt like she needed to get her butt done or whatever, you know, like that. And that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't shame anyone that chooses to go that route or anything, but it was disappointing. Cause I, I just, you know, I wanted to feel like I didn't have to do that. And she made me feel like, well, I had to do that, you know? Someone so strong. Know, like in that arena, Kesha, I feel like she really inspires me. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for saying her because no, no freaking doubt. Um, Rainbow, that album got me through my whole divorce. I literally listened to praying as I drove to the courthouse, just 
crying tears like and I just like and that's another again like you know music really has just gotten me through so many hard times in my life of I'm a person that puts on songs and repeat and just plays that song out over and over until I'm sick of it and praying was one of those my daughter knows it because I paid it a thousand times and uh, I love Kesha I, I saw her go through that court proceedings bless her heart and um, she definitely was an inspiration to me as well she inspires me and honestly that praying song gives me chills when that song comes on you stop talking one time I heard someone cover that song on American Idol and I was like turn it off like I can't right now like you can't cover a song that's perfect the way it is it's like Mm -hmm. that's it that's the only version we need but I absolutely love powerful female leaders I feel like the world needs more female leaders people that see the vision well before it's manifested and I think women have a great perspective on that because we are just so tapped in with spirit with the universe and the collective consciousness and honestly musicians to me are it's a form of being a channel a psychic channel because you're channeling music and they say music is the language of the gods so I'm excited that you're our first musician on here and I know Peaches is going to the studio so we're definitely gonna have to have her back what do you want to leave us with this evening well you know I wanted to still touch on some stuff before we start recording we had talked about a couple of things that you wanted to touch on about uh, just like um, triggering some people or like, I don't know, like the male, female type things. I think we were going to touch yes. on. Yes. I just don't want to keep you from yeah, the, yeah. your but, creative genius. You're good. I got, I told him I'd be late and you said it was fine. So I got, I'll give you another 15. <laughs> okay. So we're wanting to touch on peaches being a female rapper and when people find out that she's a female rapper they're like well rap for me oh yeah it happens all the time let me tell you what and it's never females it's always dudes and i just be out and about with it or i hand them a card or something they're like oh you're a rapper like we'll do something then do it right now and i'm like no because i just you know it, it that's in itself triggering to me because it'll just tell i was like I'm not a monkey. I'm not going to sit here and clap for you. And and I have nothing to prove to you. Like, I know they're like, they, and again, people say, well, that's part of the game. That's what you have to do. No, I don't. And I was like, what you can do is go look my stuff up and go support and go download it, you know, like, and go see that, yes, I'm a rapper and I make good music, but I'm not going to sit here and perform for you and, and, and make, I've done it a couple of times. I have done it for a woman that I was serving because she was nice and, 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 and things like that. And uh, we were outside and she was tickled that I was, and she's like, Oh, you can, you do something right now. And I did it for, and ended up being, um, she ended up being a, a entrepreneur herself and heart set up businesses and invited me to a photo shoot the next day and was very impressed with me doing it on the spot for her. So can it be beneficial in some aspects? Yes. But I hate when a drunk dude is like, Oh, you're a rapper. I don't believe it. No, I want to see you do it. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> it's the audacity of men you know what you should do you should just give people your youtube link or your links to your shit so that at least you're getting paid for them listening and yeah trolling. yeah I, the the car and stuff that i usually has like my which is funny because that's how me and Paige actually got connected was uh I, she found my card at a caskey um in the bathroom at stop remember that yeah it was um it was literally at, in 
I think Newport yeah at the Thompson house shout out it was in January of 2022 and I was in the bathroom and we were Facebook friends already we weren't friends on Instagram but we were already Facebook friends and I saw your cards everywhere in the bathroom and at that time I just had cards that had like my name on it but I was like I need a card with a scan scanner thing so I scanned your card and it took me to your website and I was like this is lit for one and I instantly I think the next day had to message you and tell you that but you weren't even at the show I thought I was gonna find you or see you there there was probably like 50 people there so like I would have known if you were there and you were not there and I was like somebody is passing out her cards and this is such a vibe I I think I actually was I was at the show for briefly I believe and that's I went and I put them all everywhere but I ended up leaving but I was there um but that I love that though that and I met so many people through that way. Even in Nashville, I'm still connected with a guy. I performed here a year ago, and um, dropped some cards in an elevator, and he picked one up and texted me, and he's like, "Hey, I found your card in this elevator. What's up? Whatever." And um, he ends up having a studio and all things, and now we're friends today. So it happens all the time for me. <laughs> Is your face on your card? Yeah. Okay. So Cause I'm like, what if like you were like, not you. And he was reaching out, like what to do. That's funny. Yeah. And, and it's funny. <laughs> people understand my, my logo, that's like my main picture that I use, um, for branding purposes on all my stuff is, uh, my, I call it my diamond penny picture. Um, and I had my braids. So a lot of people are like, that's not you. Da-da. And, and, uh, cause I have my braids in and, but I stick my tongue out and they're like, Oh, okay. It's you. But I was holding, um, a, and it's before I was doing music or anything, but I was at a photo shoot and I had just broken up with my recent boyfriend, um, who I was madly in love with. And, um, I picked up a dime and a penny off the floor and I told the dude to take a picture and held it up and I stuck my tongue out and, uh, I sent the picture to my ex-boyfriend. I was like, why would you switch out a dime for a penny? <laughs> so now it's plastered everywhere. And he has to think about it every time <laughs> I love that picture that and those braids are so fire that's kind of like what I imagine when my hair grows out I'm gonna do something like that like I've got a long way to go but th- those are fire thanks yeah it's one of my, my favorite styles I've taken a break from it because it was like pulling at my hair and so I'm back with my bob yeah it's, yeah any any type of weave anything weaved in count me out it's too heavy it like hurts it's tight um I love how music has brought us together though like because honestly I I knew who you were and I've been following your journey and also I feel like as a spectator someone who hasn't met you personally I was always wondering why everyone was hating on you so I was like let me follow her so I can keep tabs on why everyone is like being a hater because I absolutely loved when you when you uh shared that video of you beating that girl's ass like <laughs> just like Missed it Woo! it's that on her youtube but she literally was in the military this is like a boss bitch and somebody tried to pull up at her crib talking crazy and she was like okay then bet and then they reported it and I'm not really into like that type of energy but if someone's coming to you and they're trying to trash your name or you know bash you and like you you put her in her place I was like this is not the person that you pull up on them at all you don't do that yeah that's 
and it, it's honestly I'm glad I I'm most glad I had the chance to like just kind of show people like don't fuck with me you know like but because it was that was a year long beats in the making of that happening like and uh just literally people hating and envying me and and to do with one of the first people I've ever dealt with in in Cincinnati music scene who again with the male freaking misogyny bullshit of wanting to control me and manage me um and you know can't stand that a woman is doing better than them and has progressed faster than he has and cultivated into that and and it's and it's, it has a lot to do with narcissism as well. Like I would, I wish I could. I'm gonna do a podcast on that and 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 the narcissism within the music industry and stuff too, and the men. And because I've researched narcissism for my podcast itself, and I was with a narcissist for ten years, I have a really good vision for it and can detect it with people now. So like, they can't get to me anymore. So uh, I, you know, didn't let him do anything to me and he has been my number one enemy in Cincinnati since like, just cause like he just claims that he made me cause he, you know, put me on a few shows or whatever. And, you know, we were in the studio together sometimes. And that just means that everything I guess I owe to him is beyond me. <laughs> like, how do you um, deal with that energy when it comes to not not feeling biased towards every person that you meet because I do feel like the music industry is one of the fakest industries there's so many people who act like they got it they don't they are literally living credit card to credit card all the Mm -hmm. flashy shit like I'm instantly judging anybody who instantly goes and get the chain and I respect people who choose to take care of their family and do other things prior to pumping their ego. But from my understanding, every time I'm around musicians, it's always look at who I know, look at this. I'm friends with this person. I mean, I even have people send me screenshots of stuff that I just don't care that they're sending me that yeah. at all. That's again, the ego and validation. Like it, that's, there's just like this scale. There's like this group, people of genuine people who like really love to express themselves and, you know, want to inspire and, and do good things with music and love to be creative and stuff. And then then there's this other part of music where they need validation and they get on that stage to be, you know, to just be, Oh, look at me and look what I can do. And I got this big chain. And when really they're so self-conscious about who they are, they, um, you know, just have no real self-confidence or know who they are in general um, and really can break them down. So that's why I become so intimidating to those people. And and how dare I be self-confident on that stage and not have a big ass? How dare I? I'm just some white girl that, you know, what what am I doing? And they, you know, it it baffles them. Or how am I throwing shows by myself as a woman and and not have anyone throw money at me and, and know I'm not sleeping with everybody around here to do it? Um, so they can't figure it out. And I'm, you know, trying to cross all the boundaries of what the music industry should be or what I should do, you know, um, and I'm going to do it my way. And and I definitely don't need a man to do it or help me do it. Yeah, I love you. I just want to hug you. <laughs> Literally, we're going to have like a reunion tour and Peach is going to fucking perform and put all you bitches to shame. She's going to headline our event. It's going to be like a spiritual retreat event and she's going to. 
put on she's gonna put you all on the map okay and whenever <laughs> she calls you better answer because if you miss that call you might miss a big opportunity because I feel like so many people have been sleeping on you and so when that come up arrives they're gonna be like oh she did that overnight they're not gonna even like acknowledge all the blood sweat and tears <laughs> that you do it yeah I want to so- go visit Paige so bad because I'm over here in Idaho and she's in Kentucky and I feel like timing it to go to a peach show would just be the tits I want to listen I've never wore a grill in my life but if I was going to it would be to your show just so I could fit in (laughs) I have a grill I know you do that's why I said I need to fit in I'm the odd man out (laughs) Uh, I love my grill I love it. So we have so enjoyed having you on here. I definitely am really excited to see what's coming up. What do you have coming up that you maybe want to share with our audience? Something I know you um, have your website and you can drop that link or whatever. We're going to also put all of her information in the description box. That way you can follow her on Instagram. You can check out her website. She's coming out with perfume. She's got like these custom shoes that I really like. Like, I don't even know, but she does collaborations on like every level. And I feel like if you're a creator, you're an artist, you're a designer hit her up and send her some of your stuff because she's always repping brands and always got like the most unique stuff so if you've got unique jewelry or whatever like she's your girl facts yes oh my god if you have jewelry you want me to model i freaking love that um i don't have a jewelry sponsor yet so send it my way <laughs> um so yeah, VIPeach.net is uh, my website. I'm definitely going to be revamping it and um, getting, I really, you know, a goal for mine this year is to start pushing my merch more, getting a lot of merch made, you know, my baddest in the city shirts um, are going to be on sale soon on the website. Um, I already have like a lot of the merch on there for like, just like regular VIP shirts. Um, the shoes will be on there as well. Um, and the perfume, the per- I'm in the final stages of getting the scent exactly where I want it to be. I want to make sure it's really peachy. Um, so, uh, and people are really excited about the perfume. I love everyone was excited about the perfume. Yes. And how I got the nickname Peaches was I wore a lot of Peaches perfume. So it's cool now that I'll be having my own line. So, um, I have the listening party on September 18th. You got a, um, it's a private party. So uh, you just got to add me on Facebook and you can listen to all my unreleased music and help me pick my next single because your girl can't decide. Um, I have a show this Saturday here in Tennessee um, and on the 17th at Pepper's Mercado. It'll be my first show here um, that of mine that I'd be doing. And uh, yeah. I think that's about it right now. I literally am writing in my planner as we speak on the 18th that you have your music. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you an invite to it. We're going to have to drop this episode like as a treat, maybe Friday. So that way everybody can get in the queue. All right. Okay. We're dropping this episode on Friday because I feel like this episode needs to come out now. And we've been so excited and I'm just so grateful for the inspiration because like you inspire me because I feel like I'm always pumping other people up so I love going to your page I love seeing your content and like I said 
you're making a good impression on people who see the bigger vision and all the other people can just kick rocks and, you know, give all of that no energy. And I know that you're elevating so far beyond even what you thought you were going to do. And I just see that even getting bigger and bigger. So I'm excited to, to just watch this unfold. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, like, thank you guys so much for the support and having me on here. Like I said, it's just been great, refreshing. And uh, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely have you back on. I'm really excited to drop your episode Friday. Um, I'll send you things when your episode drops. So we'll rampage. And then I'm excited to listen to your new music and I'll, I'll vote. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Everyone, thank you for playing in Candyland. We had our beautiful guest peaches, and we are so excited for what's coming up. We have a lot in store. We have no end for this season in sight, so we're just going to keep dropping as much as we want to until the end of the year, and then we're going to see what we're doing. So we love you all, and we will see you next time. Bye.